Hi, I'm K.S. Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nipper Podcast. Today, I'll be speaking with the writer and creator of the comic series Offspring, Adam Downing, from Breakthrough Comics, here to promote its newly released issue two. Welcome, Adam. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us on the show. Um, for those who are, um, are frequent listeners of the show, I posted a panel that I did, um, the first recorded panel that I did um, back in November, and Adam was on that panel uh, with uh, Mitch Bastille's the last time. So the questions are pretty much going to be the same, um, but we're solely focusing on Adam and his projects today and not me rambling and, and Mitch and his stuff. So... Outside my introduction, who is Adam Downing in his own words? Uh, Adam Downing is a guy. Um, he's a regular guy who likes to tell stories. I'm a, he's a guy with an imagination, I'd say. Um, yeah, you know, I'm a 28-year-old accountant by trade, uh, writer by night. You know, I like to write comics. I like to, you know, come up with vivid stories in my head and put them on a page so uh i actually used to work in accounting like six or seven years ago that's when i actually started writing my first book i write like i used to write them on sticky notes and then when i was working in accounting so down at the uh casino downtown i actually kind of liked that job it was the people i didn't like working with (laughs) but i think that's pretty much every job (laughs) yeah but um what is offspring about and what should readers expect from um issue two out now um offspring is about a you know a lonely stoner who's down on his luck he's stuck in a dead-end job um it follows our protagonist Riker um and you know one night he's out um doing his thing uh taking some photos and he runs into some werewolves and you know chaos kind of ensues from there um, so, you know, the series is a whole offspring. I like to compare it to the, the underworld movies. It's really that type of vibe. It's, you know, the human protagonist kind of gets, well, I guess, uh, the protagonist wasn't exactly human in the underworld, but still it's like a human gets thrown into this, uh, you know, supernatural world and he's kind of caught up in the middle, uh, between two sides in the middle of war and he's trying to, you know, kind of make it out, survive, I guess, um, what readers can expect from, from the second issue of Offspring is more uh, more world building and more context to the story. Mm-hmm. Um, issues number two and three specifically are going to shed a lot of light on the bat- like the history of the Lycans. Um, so you can you know readers can expect more context to this you know the world of Offspring as a whole. They can expect action um just as always they can expect more magic um and yeah it's uh yeah, that's what I can yeah say. well could you elaborate a little bit more on your creative process on offspring as a whole so from just a thought in your head right to working it to working on it as a complete work to now promoting issue one and two hmm. um my creative process i'm pretty uh i'm pretty formulaic um you know regimented it's really the same thing every time with me um which is I always start you know when I have an idea I just dump it out on a page in a notes app or a google doc um you know I just try to get 
all of the, you know, I think about things like movies, I guess. So I just try mm -hmm. to get all of the scenes that I have constructed in my head onto a page. And then from there, um, you know, I'm a huge proponent of John Truby's uh, The Anatomy of Story as a way to uh, structure one's stories, um, whether it be a film, comic, you know, novel, you know, any, whatever medium is, regardless of medium, um, I usually start with, with that model. Um, and yeah, I mean, I try to, out of all the ideas from the brain dump, I try to take everything that like correlates to the beginning of that movie or story in my head and then just take that. And then from there, just fill out the first issue. Like, how does the story start? What does the pilot look like? Um, a lot of my stories, honestly, like if you if you look at them, they all start the same way. It's always a protagonist um, who's, you know, they're living their life. They may have their own set of problems and then, you know, something happens and it completely flips the world upside down. And, um, you know, that's usually how the first issues start. Uh, but mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I just ramble. But yeah, um, once I have that first issue structured and like specifically summarized um like all of the events and details like very like all the details worked out then I just start scripting um you know script out a first issue get it edited I usually run to my boy Carl Shinyama he did uh both issues of Offspring and he's doing some of our upcoming stuff as well editing and uh formatting on the script as well but uh yeah, once you got the, you know, I usually do like one round of edits, you know, get them back from Carl, um, go through them, make my last like round of edits and tweaks, and then it's off to the off to the illustrator. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think um, Offspring, I guess issue two, this one that just came out was actually supposed to be on Kickstarter, right? But you just recently launched it just on its own without Kickstarter. So, um, did something happen that you don't mind sharing? Um, why was this the best way forward for Offspring 2 instead of the Kickstarter route? Um, quite frankly, it was a result of like a lack of marketing for issue number two. Um, I think it's a very important, I guess, lesson or it's anybody who's trying to create comics, I guess, should understand that like, this is something I'm learning and having to you know, put into effect with these next couple projects is that like, while you're writing your project, you should also be marketing. Like while it's getting made, while your while your comic is getting made, you should be marketing like every step of the way. Even so, we'll take it back to the last question with like the process. Like even around like you do your brain dump. Even like after say like after you do your first brain dump, start thinking about like who is this story for? Like who are your readers? Like, and then you know, as you start to, you know, get it summarized and scripted and whatever, you know, um, yeah, just keep thinking about that. Like thinking about where, where are your readers? Where can you meet them? Um, how can you target, you know, whatever ads are going to run on social media? What, what pockets of, of social media are you going to be, you know, having to go to and, and interact with, you know, to bring your, your, your story to, um, and just get like a get a, like a solid detailed plan. Go, like as you write your story, you should also be writing your marketing plan. 
Um, and I'd say like once you start, once illustration starts happening is when you should start putting that into effect. Like once you start getting, you know, pieces of concept art or posters, what have you, panels. Um, yeah, like you should kind of, that's when you should start like posting them up, like reaching out to those circles, like wh whatever your plan is, like incorporate those into that. And yeah, I mean, even specifically like with Kickstarter, I'd say, and this is something I've noticed, like as I've been looking at people on Twitter, um, I noticed that the creators that I look at on Twitter they've had their campaign, like they've had their Kickstarter pre-launch pages like done and like ready and they've been pushing them for like months and months and months. Like I'd, I'd mm -hmm. ask like four to six months at this point before they even launched. And I looked at a couple of them launched today and I looked at them, like I saw them this morning. I got the notifications. I was, uh, you know, I actually pledged them, but I saw when they launched um i saw like within the first hour they were they passed like three four five hundred and then you know i checked back later today and i noticed all of them uh one of them was like hit like their goal because it was like a lower goal but another of them like was, i'm pretty sure they hit like a thousand or two thousand dollars today because they had hundreds of people sub to their kickstarter pre-launch pages and because they've been talking about this stuff the last like four to six months over social media and pushing people to these pages over that you know span of time so that's something that um i would recommend that anybody who wants people to anybody who's making a comic who wants people to read that comic uh i recommend that you do that that's something that i'm having to do with these next projects and, and all my projects moving forward so uh -huh. well we'll talk about more about uh the future projects um further down the line but um how has the process collaborating with others on Offspring been for you? I know um, Martin, is it Martin Brush that's the illustrator for Offspring, right? No. So how did you know he was the right person to work with? Um, Just seeing because I saw his art. You know, I'm... Um, so he was the only person that you considered or were there other people as well? I think um, as I was writing it, that's a good question I'd say as I was writing it and this is usually like you know back to the process um when I have an idea yeah I'd say around the brainstorm even hell before the brainstorm like once I have the idea and I know like you know what you kind of like want your stuff to look like mm -hmm. so like yeah I'm always quite frankly ever since I'd say project angel or offspring one drop I'm, I'm, i've always been like looking at artists like i always keep an eye on artists and see like and and reach out and like connect with people and like tell like you know let people know their work is dope but like and just be like yeah i'm always making connections so uh but all right sorry i'll, I'll be rambling but all right martine yeah i mean i'm just um I, I don't know i was browsing facebook groups one day and and i saw him uh, post up some work and I was like that's super gritty it's like yeah so it was perfect it was just it looked perfect mm -hmm. and I mean I think a lot of people who see it like anybody who like flips through offspring and they like when they hear me talk about this story 
the number one comment I get is like the art matches the story, like the art matches the vibe, and I agree. And yeah, I, it does. What drew me to it, like it, it, it just does, right? So, yeah, it's perfect timing, I guess, on social media. Uh huh. Um. Well, you also created a series called Project Angel. So, how has that been working? How has it been working on that series? Differ from Offspring like that whole process of everything because like the art style is different you have you know multiple characters versus the one protagonist that you have in Offspring so like how was the I guess maybe writing process or brainstorming process or you know the storyline and then like because like because like I say you have multiple people that to or multiple characters to consider versus with just one in Offspring that's that's very true um that's actually, yeah, that's that's a very that's a good observation and a good point and a good question. Um I never thought about that. That's crazy. <laughs> I, yeah, you're right. It's so the answer, um sorry, just to make sure I got your question, it was like how was how was the process of writing Project Angel different from Offspring? Yeah, how did the process how does it differ from Project Angel to Offspring? So the answer to that question is that um, Project Angel was like the first comic I ever wrote. So um, yeah, God, that's such a heavy question to answer because is so, yeah. uh, so I guess so it would be I guess we we'll just start simple. So how was the creative process for project angel so how you come up with the idea of that and then it's pretty much the same thing over again but on project angel yeah so basically um i had a uh i had a i had a comic idea um for what would end up being like the sequel series to project angel mm -hmm. um and in like kind of developing that or I guess in that brainstorming brain dumping phase I guess I kind of realized or I just built it out to the extent that uh I realized Project Angel would need to precede that series so then I started working on Project Angel um God, it was the same thing. It was like a brain dump, but um, you know, that was like the first time I, you know, my dad put me on a true music anatomy story. It's the first time I had read anything like that. First time I had like tried to write a story and like construct a series. Um and it was the process was like it was way more like by the book. Than how I do things now like how I mentioned Truby's anatomy of story like I literally like plotted out all 27 steps 27 plot steps or whatever and like organized every part of this series um and like you mentioned like the two writing for two main characters like I've charted out two different character arts arcs and like for each step how you know each of these guys got 27 steps dedicated to them um for the plot and uh yeah it was like it was some like manic shit i was like 
it was like on the wall, like crazy person, like fucking. Sorry, can I curse? Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> All right, yeah, it was like crazy person on the wall, like fucking. Um, yeah, but um, it was also a lot longer. Like, Offspring was like fast. I had an idea, I brain dumped it, I wrote a, I scripted it out, I got it edited like within a month. Um, because with Project Angel, I had spent like three years learning how to put this together. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess to concisely put, it was more of a learning curve than Offspring. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, you already shared some advice that you have with marketing for Kickstarters with upcoming projects and whatnot. But do you have any other advice that you're willing to offer to other creators that you wish someone would have told you when you first started? Whether it be or for Project Angel and, you know, developing that learning curve or um, with Offspring and um, taking the information that you learned and learning new stuff as, as well as you went along with Offspring because you learned something new with the whole marketing part, right? So is there anything else that you um that you learned along the way that you wish someone would have told you when you first started? Um yeah, I guess it would be to I guess I, I wish somebody would have um nah I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like I don't know, hit more events like uh yeah, like market yourself, network, network your sorry, market your your product. Um, pay attention to the quality of your product. Um, nah, 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 nah. I got. I haven't answered your question. It. it I would tell any like newcomer or like anybody who's kind of confused about what they're doing is to just like look at somebody look at like any like indie person specifically i would just tell them look at godhood comics look at concrete comics um look at god like sand black sand stranger like ray comics look at any of like the leaders of like this like black indie space and just look at what they're doing like even i'll, I'll admit i like that's what i like uh, in terms of the Kickstarter thing, like I'll when I'm trying to like think about how I'm gonna set up my Kickstarters. Now I'm going back at like Godhood's like past Kickstarters. I'm like, how do they structure that? Okay, so like you need to these are you should have some graphics here. Like you should kind of you know talk about your story here. Talk about you know what you your brand here. Like talk about yourself here. Like just look at how the people who did it well did it and just emulate them like, mm -hmm. you, know, you don't have to like bite people like you don't have to literally you don't have to copy people like word for word but just like see generally how they structured things and just follow the blueprint and um that's yeah that's what i would advise people to do okay well last up adam throughout other process um do you or did you ever get overwhelmed does it ever become too much how do you typically manage your mental well-being when it does? Mm. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
is yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a very overwhelming. Um, somebody said there's a quote like comics will break your heart. Somebody said that. That's a thing. Like it's hard to make this. This is not a profitable industry unless you're like you have a fan base unless you have you make sales like a lot of sales constantly um and most of us are not doing that this is uh it takes thousands of dollars to create one issue and that's not even talking about printing costs like your shipping costs like it's this is not if you want to make money this is you don't make comics right you make comics because you like making comics um mm -hmm. so yeah i just like if you, i would tell people like specifically don't get into comics to try to make money like go do real estate or it or something literally go do it or real estate but um if you want to I don't even know. Oh, you said uh, about me personally. How do I manage my mental health? I just, yeah. I'm obsessive. I'm like, a, this is not, I don't know if I should say that. But in reality, like, this is like, this is like, uh, uh, I would compare it to like an addiction. Like, this is, I'm like obsessed with this. Like, I don't go to work and like, to like earn money to like support myself. Like, I go to work and earn money to support myself so I can make comics because I want to make comics like mm -hmm. um this is like this is like a I will literally I, I have no problem with like going homeless over these like this is I just don't it's just I, I just do it like I just so I, I don't know it's just an obsession for me I guess I don't know I mean I don't I think being obsessed with your work it can be a bit complicated like you you love it that much that you're willing to uh uh i can say you know dedicate everything to it um but at the same time you kind of want to have some time for yourself like do you do anything else just oh, yeah. for yourself or just like to chill or to get your mind off of comics sometimes um I don't think I can personally give my mind up comics, but like, yeah, I don't like. I also don't have a problem with like take a break. Like, if you, it's fine to like take breaks. Like, if you don't want to do shit one day, that's fine. Just like do more the next day. Or don't like, but it's it's fine to take breaks. Um, I don't have any problem with like taking breaks. I'll like, I'll take a week off if I feel like it. Well, if I can afford it, but. If not, then, like, yeah, you can take a day off, like, or you, not even that. You can just, like, ease up per day. You can the, you can still stay consistent and not, like, stop. Like, it's just, like, instead of trying to hit, like, five, ten pages every night, just be like, all right, I need to hit one page a night. And it's, mm -hmm. like, one scripted comic page is not a lot. It's It's actually very little. So it's, like, you can make it very manageable. It's not, like you know uh you gotta kill yourself doing this so you know. yeah i just wanted to add that in there because you made it seem like that's what you were doing you said you're obsessive i was like let me I let am, me get let him explain just a little bit more it's just um, fun. i guess I, I just, it's just so much fun for me like uh-huh this is like 
I don't even the stories that I'm it's like you you really just get to like create your own little movie world video game thing and uh-huh. it's yeah yeah I, I mean I get it I would work you know eight hours and come home and 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 maybe have an hour to myself before I pulled another six with mm-hmm. writing my with writing my first book because right. I was so obsessed with it and I wanted it to you know to to write it down because I, I couldn't help myself you know I, I get it I totally understand but you gotta take a breather at some point which is what you said so it, um, say if it starts to feel like oh god fuck I have to write or like if it starts to feel like oh crap like this is like I don't want to do this but I have to that's when you probably need to take a break because mm-hmm. I, I don't know I find like if it gets just just take a break and usually when I take breaks like it'll just get to a point where I kind of just get fidgety and I'm like I I kind of want to start writing something and yeah yeah you just gotta let yourself recharge and so it's fine just back away from things and just go do something else like play a video game or go out you know what I'm saying go yeah go hang out with friends or something yeah well, is there anything else that you want to touch on about Offspring as a whole or just issue two that is out now that I may have missed or any other upcoming projects that you have? Um, Definitely. I mean, I, I want to talk about uh, a couple, so the next two books I have coming out specifically. Um, I have, so... Sorry, I love I love touching my comic books. It's great. I love just holding them. Uh, <laughs> Spring Project Angel. These are under Breakthrough Comics. Um, but I've started a new company called Resolve Comics. Um, and Resolve Comics. So Breakthrough Comics. Every every story under Breakthrough Comics is interconnected. Like these two are going to cross paths at some point. All of them are. Um, they're all interconnected in some way, shape, or form because it's the same universe, it's the same multiverse. They all occupy the same place. Um, Resolve Comics is for stories that I like ideas that I had that I wanted to make, but that I didn't want to be in the breakthrough universe. So we got two stories coming out under Resolve Comics. Um the oops, my bad. The uh most what is it i can't find the words for it the one that's coming sooner uh it's called the toys who walk (laughs) is you know i I, my vocabulary is so bad um but yeah so uh the toys who walk that's that's getting illustrated right now um it's about sentient toys uh for some reason these guys are alive um and they wake up in a room our, it follows our protagonist, V the Vigilante. He's an action figure based off of V the Vigilante, uh, made up mm-hmm. uh, superhero. Um, you know, he wakes up in a room. Uh, you know, the other toys, you know, hey, you awake, da 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 da. Explain, get him up to speed. Um, and uh, basically, the story is how do I say? I'm, I'm horrible at talking about my, uh, my stories. But I like to I like to say it's um a cross between like Toy Story and The Walking Dead. It's like oh wow these little people these little beings trying to survive in this giant world where like it seems seemingly everything is out to like kill them, right? Um so yeah it's gonna it's not like 
Yeah, it's, it's going to get a little crazy. Um, I, I guess you classify it as cartoon violence, but like it's not going to. I don't know. I don't know if it's kid friendly or not, to be honest. But um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like it is. If it's a cartoon <laughs> story in The Walking Dead, no. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it's a lot. I don't. I'm just. I'm so excited about this uh, project. Um, it's going to have a lot of fun things like you know, drones, RC cars, like, them just trying to, I, I love the the idea of, like, you know, little people against, like, huge things, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's, uh, the toys that walk, sorry, the toys who walk, um, that should be out late spring, early summer, mm-hmm. um, it should be complete late spring, early summer, as far as, like, releasing, um, I don't know how that Kickstarter is going to go. I guess we'll see how, you know, the pre-launch page is looking, um, how the marketing goes and, you know, see if we can get a good buzz on it. And uh, if we can, then, yeah, like I said, early summer, late summer, we'll see how it goes. But Yeah. And you mentioned there was another one, right? There is. Uh, super Dangerous. That is, that uh, needs to be edited. But uh, Super Dangerous uh, follows, oh, how old was he? 19-year-old Jaheem Sanders, um, just a regular kid, community college student, um, freak accident. He gets, like, powers. He gets, like, Superman-level powers. So, like, this kid, this 19-year-old kid, he gets, like, Superman powers, basically, um, flying, uh, you know, superhuman endurance, invulnerability, uh, you know, heightened senses, basically Superman. So, getting those powers he like he kind of just like takes advantage of like full event not full advantage of them but he's like all right i'm gonna do it and he just corrects everything like he's like pushing you know fixing ice caps pushing them together like fucking uh planting rows of crops in like desolate regions like you know planting like wind turbines wherever like building hospitals saving people from disasters just zooming all over the place really cleans like the you know the earth up mm-hmm. like the un meeting it's like guys everybody's done like ceasefire right now like done like none like literally ceases all global conflicts like does it like i think it's like he's had the powers for six months when the story opens up yeah so he does like all of this in the span of like six months um so the story opens up he's just flying around he's chilling um and uh he gets a call from some shady government people you know he's expecting the president to call uh to stream his announcement of reparations because he busted on the president was like we need reparations um so he's like cool it's gonna happen he picks up the phone it's like this shady government agent guy and um he's like we have your family so you know we're here to rein your ass in report to area 51 and the story kind of kicks off from there so uh yeah. yeah it's it's like it's it's kind of like a roller coaster it's super fun that's like the most fun i've ever had writing a story um and yeah it's i'm scripting it right now um should be out late summer early fall something like that yeah um do you plan on attending any events um that people can come and meet you at and talk with you there or anything like that definitely definitely um I can't announce any right. I can't announce some right now. I'm definitely gonna be at Map Technologies. Um, 
I believe they have an event late February. Got connected with uh, Mike and um, definitely going to like slide through there for some events. Um, where am I looking at? Uh, oh, hopefully, uh, yeah, Maryland Toy Expo. Maryland Toy Expo in June. Um, I'm going to be there. Like, should be with copies of The Toys Who Walk. Um, so, you know, if anybody wants to, to get some copies of that, definitely slide through. That's also, that's going to be like a 60 plus page book, by the way. So it's going to be like a healthy issue. But, um, well, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Maryland Toy Expo at the beginning of June. Um, I'm trying to get a spot in Miro, I can't pronounce it. It's like MiroQCon uh in maryland at the end of september i believe and um i think i'll do baltimore comic-con if i can get a spot I'll try to be at baltimore comic-con next year yeah i was thinking of maybe doing it again but i would definitely split a table with somebody because i'm not trying to pay off a full table by myself like i did last time so i don't i don't know yet i don't know what my schedule looks like though mm -hmm. um if maybe you try to get into maybe BlurCon and then some other smaller stuff. What is BlurCon? Um, I think that is in I think it's in July, I believe so, like after the fourth of July. I think I it might not be BlurCon. I think I looked at it, they might be like already like they might be sold out of tables, but I'll look again. I think one of somebody was uh somebody will sell it out but i'll definitely check it out i would love to do that i, I mean i tried to i i applied for a panel mm -hmm. do a panel again and no one's contacted me they never did last year when i did a panel there yeah. they contacted me like three days before it was no. like do you want to do a panel i was like yeah but it's like why would you three days before what if it's i had crazy. other plans to do other stuff it's crazy um so yeah i mean if you can get to other some other local stuff we did the fright reads like we did last year. Harry's accepting. It's, it's going to be two days this year instead of one. Oh, yeah. Um, Balticon, which is downtown. It's going to be at the Renaissance Hotel. It's like a sci-fi fantasy convention. Right. You and Josh, like, know all of the events. I'm like, <laughs> I just need to tap in with you guys. Josh sent me some, and I think I sent him the... Uh, uh, the map technologies joint, but bro, I need to get up with you to get some more uh, like a list. I think there's one in like Hunt Valley at some point. Uh, yeah, they have one. I think they have their own Comic Con. Um, Ocean City. I did pretty well when I went to Ocean City. That was. I think that's going to be in December again. Um. Yeah, I I don't know what else for comics. Right. I mean, yeah, but Map Technology, they do comic book days there maybe every couple of months. Mm -hmm. um, they do art walks that I participate in as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That, and then I think the, they may do, No Land Beyond may do another um, like weekend thing that they did last year. No, It's called um, No Con Beyond. Mm -hmm. So it's like their own little convention that they have at their bar, which is a gaming bar. And I did pretty well there too. Um, the tables are, I think the tables are actually free, but it's first come, first serve. Okay. So 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because they make all their money off of off of the, the liquor that they sell. Uh, really? Oh, this was video game night last weekend. Last Friday. Yeah, they did have a video game there. I just I didn't I didn't have the time to go. So, but they have stuff there all the time. So I'll be back down there. Um, but uh, is there anything else that you wanted to share, Adam? Um, nah, buy my stuff, buy my books. You know, <laughs> so, or actually, no, you can literally read. Yo, if anybody wants to read my stuff, you just go to the Instagram, go to any social media, and like get the link tree. And like both of these are available to read for free on our website. So. You know, yeah, Offspring and Project Angel. Offspring Project Angel. Also follow Resolve Comics Official. Like that's you know, yeah. If you're interested in the toys who walk, if you want to read comics about you know sentient toys, you got to dodge animals and drones and stuff. And you know, definitely uh, follow us and uh, yeah, stay locked in with us. <laughs> All right. Well. Again, I want to thank the writer and creator of the comic series Offspring, Adam Downing from Breakthrough Comics for joining us here today to promote the series newly released issue two. All of Adam's socials, as he's mentioned, and his link tree will be listed in this episode's details for those who are interested in reading more about Offspring and Project Angel, the series. Again, I'm K.S. Garner, and you've been listening to the Solo Nerd Podcast. Thank you. Thank you.